0: Venture into a life changing subject that I strongly believe from the day that that message started, which was on a Wednesday, it connected strongly with my passion, with my emotion, and my entire being. Because you need to admit that of all that you want to become in your life, your worst fear of allowing it to remain a dream or an illusion is the power of sight. There is nothing anybody can accomplish. And I say, it cuts me 10 years from now. There is nothing significant anyone can make out of life if you don't have sight. Now, of course, sight is not in the literal sense of the eyeball. We're talking about ability for a man to see within and create it. Because God is the God that called those things that be not as though they are. Now, listen, he called them because he first saw them. So the origin of everything that will be created is going to be designed from the ability of a man to see it first. As he sees it, he says it. It is what you see that you can say, which is the whole essence of faith. So this is a subject that should radically adjust our story in a way that by the time we are done with this subject, some of you, you will be able to say indeed, I was once blind, now I can see. Tell your neighbor seated beside you, receive grace to see, receive grace to see, receive grace to see, and you shall receive grace in the name of Jesus. And so with that foundation and that introduction, it is clear my direction this evening is that we're going to maintain the subject of gaining insight, gaining insight. I had a different direction from the beginning of the month because I recall that when Pastor Yomi shared a subject on mercy. That very day, I took out my pen, my diary, and I wrote down that the teaching, when next is my turn, I'm going to talk about mercy. Then, Pastor Collins, for some very good divine providence, that is having a good happy ending right now, is supposed to be on duty this evening, um, because it was, not, it was meant to be on duty last Wednesday, but the senior pastor took that session, and then um, for divine arrangement, I'm here to take his, my slot, that should have been Pastor Collins' slot. Then, I had prepared what to deliver to to the saints of God in the place of prayer, also on the subject of insight. But last night or in the evening, the man of God posted one of those slides that focused on opinion, being opinionated. Can I have that slide back? And then, saints of God, if God is the God you are following, believe me, God is very progressive. God is not static. So, as we follow the servants of God, because Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. As we follow the servants of God, we understand the direction of God's mind. Because the servant of God, we follow the mind of God. So, when that slide came up um, yesterday, on being opinionated, I don't think this is, this is not the slide. Um, This is not the one that came yesterday. It was on opinion. Don't be opinionated. I never saw it anyway. And a number of people said, great uh, amen, responded to it. And the moment I saw that slide, I said, it appears that this is the direction God wants us to go. So I had to shut down the entire preparation. And then start to revisit the subject. As it is, in tangents with the subject of opinion. And so this evening, saints of God, we have been sharing about the power and the essence of insights. The man of God started it and he expanded so majestically how important it is to have sight. I would emphasize a bit that you understand that one of the symbols of of prosperity in the Bible is Abraham. Am I correct here? The symbol of prosperity. Abraham is one man that defines prosperity in all its ramification. He was successful at home, successful in the field, successful everywhere. He was successful because he was a man of faith. He was successful because he had an exceptional power of sight. Pay attention to that. The Bible told, like it gave to Solomon. Solomon was one human being that got a blank check from God. Fill in whatever you want and I will deliver to you. Abraham also got the same blank check. But it was not the type that Solomon got. It was a blank check of sight. He said, as far as your eye can see, I will give to you. Meaning, the limitation for every man is not God. The limitation in success, in accomplishment, in achievement, in greatness, is a function of the length of what? Your sight. Abraham saw wide and he achieved. In fact, that is one man that I saw in the Bible that uh, to himself had a whole military barrack. The Bible says some kings came to fight him and he raised the soldiers from his house and he fought the king and won. And that's where we got the story of Melchizedek from. Abraham is a symbol of success, but his success is not predicated on faith. It was predicated on what? Sight. What can you see? While he was raising a man called Jeremiah, he said, Jeremiah, what do you see? He said, I see an armory tree. He said, you have seen well. We cannot go further than the strength of our sight. Let me shock you a little this evening, saints of God, that if there is any problem in your life right now that you have struggled with for the past Weeks, months, years. Believe me, it is not the absence of holiness in your life. It is not the absence of faith in your heart. Trust me, the reason why that problem is still standing strong is that you have not gained insight to resolve it. Every problem, be it spiritual or natural, we bow at the arrival of insight, true or false. Now, you you don't need to doubt me. Whatever you call a mountain is a stepping stone to someone who had insight. That's very correct. Right now, as you're listening to me and you're meditating and you're pause, pondering in your heart that I need to pay my house rent, trust me, that thing that you call a mountain, it is not a mountain to someone else. Some don't think it. The difference is what? Sight. Now, let me give you a little shocker in the scripture. I read something in the book of Proverbs 29. The Bible said, The poor and the rich, God made them. The poor and the rich. But that scripture did not say God made them poor and the rich. The next verse 3 said, He said they put the danger and run. But the simple thing moves on. The difference between the poor and the rich is what? Sight. Sight. If you study the miracles of Jesus, one of all the miracles, the most profound of them all, was the opening of the blind eyes. Your life is going to move in proportion to the level of the insight you have gained in life. Pastor said it so brilliantly mentioned quite a number of uh, the example of a woman called Ruth I mean first we call Ruth Ruth was a woman who followed an elderly woman who had no husband no children nothing and I asked myself what was the attraction between Ruth and Naomi what is there that Ruth was seeing that Naomi I mean um, 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 Oprah didn't see Ruth followed Naomi and today By virtue of that side. And like Pastor made it very clear. Ruth was not a believer. Ruth was not a pastor. He was not of the household of Jew. He was not someone that you can attribute covenant to. He had no extra leverage. All he had as an asset was the ability to see something that Opa did not see in who? Naomi. Naomi didn't look like someone that can deliver. Saints of God. That struggle can end if you can see differently. Are you following me, saints of God? So today... I listened to Pastor Yomi's version of this subject on Sunday. And I waited patiently because a friend of mine asked me, I haven't explained so much about the essence and the importance and the, the, the usefulness of insight. The question that fellow asked me in the office is, how do I gain this insight? If it's this powerful, if it's this rich, maybe you don't believe it's powerful. Let me show you a scripture. Can you please give me multimedia? Proverbs 24. It is not on my note, but it just dropped in my spirit now. Proverbs 24. As a matter of fact, that scripture will summarize the very essence of why you must have insight. Proverbs 24, verse 3. Verse 3. I believe it's verse 3. Follow this. If you can give me the New Living Translation, because I fell in love with that version today while studying. Listen to this. This is the summary of why you need insight. He said, A house is what? John, you know it's midweek service, interactive service. A house is built by wisdom. Let us take a pause. Insight is an integration of three fundamental components. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. The combined word for it is what we call insight. Are you following me? A house is built by insight. So if you're seated here and you have something that you need to build, Trust me, it's not going to be built by your ideas alone, but by insight. And it will become what? Strong! True what? Good sense. Father, I please, take it all a little for me. And true knowledge is room and filled with what? For all I said, the building of the house, the strength of the house, and the furnishing of the house so let us use that house to mean your life you are the house for your life to be well built you need insight. for your life to be strong both spiritually and physically you need what insight and for your life to be very beautiful and enviable you need what insight so let us answer the question how many of us in this auditorium right now can do without insight Now, now let me give another very interesting illustration about insight it's like life is just a beautiful story of, of jam. How many of us have written jam before? You know, interesting thing I have observed that if they set a jam question and they ask the question, and there's option A, B, C, D, has it ever occurred to you that out of those options A, B, C, D, the right answer is always there? Then why do people still miss it? You are looking at the book, you are looking at the options, you are looking at the answer in front of you, yet you will take the wrong one, and then some feel jam. What do you think happened? Eyes open, they can't identify the right answer. Oh, no, 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 no. If you think you are doing well, congratulations to you. But if you yet have desires in your heart to do better, then you need to gain more insight. So this evening, Pastor Yomi then answered the question my, my colleague asked me in the office, how do we gain insight? And Pastor Yomi gave us five ways to gain insight. So for the purpose of effective study, how many of us can remember any of those five points? Five points. Now, if you can't remember, by December, annual Thanksgiving service, you know I've been emphasizing it, is the ultimate exam question. For those who did medical medical sciences, There's something they call the almighty June. MBBS, that's what they call it. I had a medical student as a colleague way back in school. By December, eh, all of us will present our score sheets. My prayer is this. You will not tell story. Eh, You will tell testimonies. Now, pay attention. God being omnipotent, God being omniscient, He gave us the cardinal word. To follow through the year. The word for this year is what? This year shall be what? And then, happy, happy what? You know, happy ending is happy. There's no other subject to happy. If it's happy, it's happy. It's not. Now, there's a, there was a miracle you carried over from 2022 that you must see the testimony this year. Now, when God gives a prophecy, he will send a word for the fulfillment of the prophecy. That's what you read in the book of Isaiah. He said he sent a word to Jacob and it lighted in Israel. The pathway to have a happy ending. And the first message, yeah, is the power of sight. Because if your eyes are open, listen to what will happen if your eyes are open. It was Pastor Amir that gave that illustration. He said the mother of Agai, the mother of Ishmael, had the baby who was crying and dying, like some of us are crying and dying. And she could not, she could just not afford to see the baby die in her very present. She left the child and took a distant walk to God. When she met with God and cried out to God, and Bible said God heard her voice, like some of you are crying within and God is hearing your voice. The only thing God had to offer him was the power of sight. So, the solution to every complex problem in life is the opening of the eyes. No problem, every problem is hiding in the dark The moment you shine the light upon it The problem will fizzle out So right now, what is harassing you What is causing pain and tears in your heart Is the obvious absence of insufficient sight You can't see And when the Lord told the woman There is a well there Pastor, let asked ask that golden question Did God just manufacture that well? The answer is no, the well had always been there that the solution to your problem, believe me, if you care enough, is always around you. Ah, a blind man is a demon. Now, I'm going to show you a few things. Now, these were the things the, the man of God told us as ways to get insight. And then I summarized the entire five nuggets, the entire five bullet points, and I said it in, and I gave it twofold. Number one, everything written there is for your personal. Development, constant communion with God is your responsibility. You can't delegate it. You must have different spirits, it's your responsibility. Engage the power of observation. You can't change that. Have an understanding of the environment you are in and meditate. All these things they are not now, they are verbs. What is verb? Verb is a doing word. They are things we are supposed to do to gain this expensive asset called insight. So I sat and I said, This is all we need to get inside. And today, I'm not telling you how to get inside. I'm going to tell you what you need to do not to get inside.
1: Hmm.
0: The things you can do that will take insight away from you. So I titled this message, can I have this slide up? Impediments to what? Impediments to what? To start the journey of getting inside, I sent a slide to them. I said, the first thing you need to do is you need to fumigate your brain. Can I have that slide up? The slide to fumigate the mind. Can you see this? This is the starting point. If all those things, it's just that you can see, there's something called negativity there. Can you see it? Can you see negativity there? The journey to insight must start with what? Fumigation of your mind. Willingness towards unlearn and... Relearn. Now, with this slide, keep it in mind, and as you're listening to me, start to flush out negative feelings, bitterness, because those things will be barriers to what insight. Bitterness, regret, past mistakes, error. I wish I did not do this. All those things that haunt your meditation at night—they call it past. Start to fumigate it off, because this the delivery of insight. This can be a major barrier to it. Now, insight in itself, they are divided into four. Number one, there is something called hindsight. Can you give me one of the slides that talked about hindsight? The one with the key. The key, the key, thank you. There is something called hindsight. What is hindsight? Hindsight, from my definition here, says, I checked it up in the dictionary, please pardon me now, the practical nature of this subject does not demand you not to write what you just said it says, odd keys, don't what now, when a man is set in his ways this is how we have been doing it, because one slim boy with bad hair broke your heart, you will not conclude that every slim boy with bad bed, they are heartbreakers now, I was not describing myself you know I was not. Some people greatest impediment to insight. Um, and I wrote it and I said, insight gives you the privilege of predicting your future. But insight gives you the opportunity to create a future. You know, it's different. You know, it's different. Now, listen to why it's done. No ma- There's a proverb in Yoruba that says, no matter how well a young man has a lot of clothes, he cannot have enough rags as much as an elderly man. Am I correct, sir? There is something about life and experience. But if you are not careful with life experience, it can be a barrier to creating new insights. Am I correct? There is something called traditional customs. Your inability to change. Dinosaur, I have read it, was a very big, fearsome animal. Dinosaurs. Dinosaur is not around today because it failed to apply two principles. The principle of adjustment. And the principle of adaptability. This very age of dinosaur is the very age of the cockroach. Cockroach adjusts all the time. Now the barrier to adjusting is that when a man is setting his ways. This is the way my dream man has to look. Your dream man is a finished product, but sometimes they show up as a product in, in the making. So if the only image you have is the eyesight even when they bring a new idea i mean till dead. some elderly men still cannot operate computer are you aware of that just they refuse that to adjust and then you see them argue blindly we are of the analog we are the old school there is nothing wrong with the old school at best it can help you predict the bible i mean i said the bible the elderly man said when an elderly man sits on his chair and a little boy is cutting a tree that where the elderly man is seated he can predict the direction in which the tree will fall Am I correct? It is all product of experience. But if you don't manage experience well, it can be a barrier to a new one. So as I'm speaking to you, start to do a bit rethinking. What is something that I say, now so will they do it for my father's house. Now so would they do it for my house. This is how I've been doing it. Look, if God can adjust the demand of salvation consistently, it was from Ram to, a, to a, the life, fresh blood. It was from giving them a manna every day to stopping the manna. You don't move with the current miracle. You move with the cloud. One of the major barriers to um, insight is doing things the old way. This is how they do it in my father's house. Hello, saints of God. God is very progressive. Revelation is ever-changing. Things are moving. This, this pastor Steve you're seeing right now was not the pastor Steve that came into Grace Assembly like 10 years ago. A lot has rubbed over me. It can be difficult for you to, uh, to, to, to bend an elderly man. But the truth of the matter is that if you have to have a new, a, new, a new future, you must embrace a new idea. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Barriers to insight is the focus this evening. The things we hold on to that creates uh, uh, impediment to insight. And I said there is something called insight. There is something we call insight. There is something we call far sight. I checked all this up in the dictionary. Then I now realize there is a fourth one. The fourth one, I am not sure any man can attain that level yet. It is called the All Sight. Who is that person? All Sight. That means he's the All Seeing God. The All Sight. The All Sight. But the focus this evening is more on what? Insight. The power of insight and the impediment. There are two fundamental factors that can act as an impediment. Fundamentally. Fundamentally, there can be sub-A, sub B, C. But fundamentally, there are two. Number one, there can be spiritual veiling. Some people sleep. Great ideas. When they wake up, they are forgotten. Yeah. Believe me. Insight is in two dimensions. There is spiritual sight and there is a the natural sight. If you have a little problem with that, let me give you a very beautiful scripture. Open your Bible if you have. Here. Um, how to get inside. First Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Let us see 2 for Corinthians 4.4 4 very quickly that we buttress the fact that we have two dimensions of sight. You must be spiritually awake and you must be naturally awake. If you are spiritually awake, and you are not naturally awake, the Bible refers to you like it said in the book of Matthew 16. He said the children of this world, they are wiser in their generation than the children of the kingdom. Whose minds, listen to that. I would have loved the NLT version of this. Whose minds, the gods of this age, thank you. God bless you, Minister Satan, who is the God of this world? Has done what? Meaning this is possible. Meaning, some people, Satan is operating this currently in their life. They can't see. They can't see anything. As blinded of those, or, as blinded their minds of those who don't believe, they are unable to do what? To see what? The glorious lights of the good news. They don't understand this message. About the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. That is to say that the enemy has the power to veil our eyes. I'd like you to put your hands on your chest. You know that's prayer in in Ephesians 1.18 that says that our eyes of understanding be enlightened is the antidote to this scripture. You cannot continue to move with natural intelligence alone. You need to know what God is saying because it is what God is saying that makes the difference. Put your hand and say, Lord, open my eyes of understanding. And then I can hear you. Open my eyes of understanding. Open my eyes of understanding. Amen. Let us now have a little discussion. There is spiritual insight, there is natural insight. To gain insight, there are two things you need you learn. You learn. And by attitude. Two things you get inside with. You learn, and by attitude. Can I have my slide back here? Look at what he said in Matthew Matthew eleven twenty eight. He said, take my yoke upon you. Let me what? That's the NLT. Let me what? Help me a little, help me a little. Let me do what? Teach you, why? Because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for what? For your soul, when you are taught. So to gain insight, you must be taught. It takes someone who who is willing to be taught, who is willing to learn, to gain insight, and then apart from learning, you must have what I call the right attitude. How do I know that? In the book of James, chapter 1, from verse 22, I like the NLT version of James, chapter 1, verse 22. James 1, 22. Let me quote it off. Let me say it off heart. He said, lay aside every superfluity and naughtiness of heart and receive with meekness the engrafted word that is able to save you." So it will take not just willingness to learn, also character to learn to gain insight. Can you say with me, willingness to learn and character to learn. So character plays a major role in your ability to gain insight. And so, when the man of God posted the slide on opinion, that is not about someone's willingness to learn. It's a character problem. It's a character issue. And so when I saw that, I quickly went, took my notes together, and then I wrote today. Okay, look at it. Gain insight, nudge it. Opinions, good as they sound, tend to what? Short, out, insight. Let me throw a very honest question at you. Have you seen somebody that is foolish before? Foolish person. And the only person that does not know that he is foolish is that person. And you are trying to tell this person that you know you are foolish. Usually, what is, you, what is the normal response of that foolish person? They demonstrate this thing. No, no. What do you mean? What do you mean? No. Have you met people like that? you uh, By the benefit of hindsight, the way you are running your life, you will crash. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with intellectual capability. This is dominantly character's problem. So this evening, our discussion will be built around the character requirement not to become, not to. I mean, the character that takes away the impediment of gaining insight. So you're going to follow me, it's about eight of them. Eight of them, and we're going to discuss it. And as, we, as I unveil it, you will start to ask yourself, which one of these points describe my person? Which one of it describes my person? Are we ready for the discussion now? All right, multimedia. Can I have the first slide? Character, an impediment not to gain insight. Have you met someone like this before? Assuming you already know something when someone is teaching you, this is the major impediment to gaining insight. Does it make sense to you at all? Have you met somebody who is always oh, before you start to talk? Ah, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. I know it. Don't say, ah, 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 is it not? Uh, no, I know. Have you met someone like that before? Oh, no, no, no. Are you asking yourself if you're that person? Ask your neighbor, does this describe you? Before I say one, you have said ten. He said, When you immediately tune someone out who starts to teach you something that you may be somewhat familiar with, you might truly really know you have an idea. You might be familiar, like I'm preaching, now. Somebody says, like, oh, no, 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 Pastor I know where you're going, don't worry, don't bother, don't bother. And before you know the person is sleeping, you already want, assumption is the worst form of knowledge. No, no human being who is always assuming can gain reasonable insight. As a matter of fact, one of the qualities I learned about Jesus is that when you are meek, you learn better. The meeker you are, the faster you can learn. So this is one critical concern and quality and traits of someone who will not gain insight with ease. They always assume they know. Yeah. I have met them in offices, in relationships, in marriages. Before the husband said, one, well, the wife says, ah, i a bit on law. You're already suspecting me. Said, Calm down. Calm. Don't preempt me until I am done. Even when they are praying to God, they are done speaking with God. And God said, My son, open to John. I know what's in John. I know what's in John. Hello. When you continue with such habits, the truth of the matter is that as the question of time, insight will depart from you. In fact, as a matter of fact, after a while, when people notice that you have such traits, they will not want to talk to you again. Am I correct here? Are you together with me? We are looking at the impediments that can prevent us from having what? Insight. And this is one of them. Can I have slide number two? Slide number two. You are only seeing yourself as too good to perform a certain task. Does anybody connect with this? Now, let me, let me show you a scripture. Uh, and then to surprise you. Everyone I've seen in my life that I've called a master, they didn't start out as a master. They usually started as what? Apprentice. I was reading the CV of a young lady who is a broadcaster right now, a very successful broadcaster. I and mean, while I was reading her CV, I saw CMC Connect. I think I told Pastor Yomi this. I don't know if you know uh, this lady. Something brown. Mayowa Brown. Morayo. Um, eh? Morayo. She's a very successful content creator. Would you ever imagine that there was a time in that woman Lalili's career? As heavy as she is right now, she was once a customer service of, uh, uh, staff at Pastor Yomi's office. If you really want to gain insight... You must start that as an apprentice. Who is your master? Who is teaching you? You are Lord all by yourself. An island all by yourself. A tree that desires to be a forest. Believe me, no one tree can be what? A forest. I like to read what he says. He says, when someone asks you to do something, and you, your immediate thought is, ah, out of all the people seated here, some of the things i've loved about the anglican church i don't know how true that is i've never attended one that sometimes the people that cleanse the toilet they are md of banks the people that stays in the choir they have gray elderly men who are working in the choir they don't discriminate job whatever the man of god asks them some of you the pastor can't ask you to do so even I can't tell you to sit down somewhere as you are coming in you came in later. yeah you, you like sitting in the front and you're sitting in front is going to create distraction. Or shall I say, sit here? I say, no. Honestly, the truth is, inside we avoid you. It's just a question of time. You know what I, I, I... I'm sincerely very deliberate about this subject. That if you can correct character flaws in the body of Christ, a lot of things will be easy for us to develop. The real challenge with most Christians is not the revelation that we have or we don't have. The real challenge is that we have character flaws. If someone can relate with this, anybody know someone or example of someone in the Bible whose story is like this fellow? Seeing yourself as too good to perform certain tasks. Anybody, Bible scholars, please help me here a little before I give you a simple scripture. Anybody in the Bible that you know filled in into this description, they know too much. Oh, they can't send them errands. Anybody, have you seen a scripture in the book of Proverbs chapter five or six? It will shock you. NLT, Proverbs five verse six. NLT version of it. Seeing yourself as too good to perform certain tasks. Oh, okay. going
1: talk about the centurion. The centurion. Who was asked to go and uh, take a bath, a deep
0: Neyman. Mm, Neyman, the general.
1: Uh, Neyman, the general, who was asked to take a dip, and he almost missed it. He almost missed it. He almost missed it. Yes, sir. Um, you mentioned morale, and I, I, I don't watch TVC. So I didn't even know how popular she was. And I went to... She and I were speaking on a platform in the university, at the University of Lagos. Mm. And I just saw everybody. She was the center of attraction. And uh, <laughs> I didn't watch TVC and, you know, uh, Mariah, you know, and all that. And when she was about to speak, and she said to me, She said to them that there's a man here that I owe whatever I am today Today. to. Moriah had just come back from the United States of America and the first job she got was with us. Hmm. And guess what? She announced to the crowd that you know why this man fired me. I sacked Moriah. Because I thought she wasn't getting it right. And I felt that I had done enough. And just one day I just said, sorry. She said it to the entire crowd. That this man here. And guess what? It was when he sacked me that I got my bearing. Wow. I then sat down and I asked myself, what did I want to do? And I knew that I wanted to be in television. So I went to a company that they didn't need me. And I started as a tea girl. Tea girl? At a company called HIV. No, HITV. Yeah. Tony Subai. Tony Subai. Yes. Because they didn't need somebody with her qualifications. Her qualification is in administration, HR. They Said we don't need an it. I said, okay, you need somebody that can help you carry stuff. Hmm. He said, ah, yes. And so she joined. Wow. And today, today, it's a today. different story. Let me also tell you, she was not saying it on, she's she worked for TVC, yes, and she became director of programs or something like that. And one day, there was a list of people to be fired. And because her, whether her GM or her boss didn't like her, slipped her name to be fired, to be fired, and their boss you know who their boss is. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> and signed it. So the next thing it just went on TVC that Mariah had been fired from TVC. She got three offers for a job that same day. Wow that don't even worry, come and start, that's your program, start it the next day. And the guy now called her, and said, who fired Morayo? He said, you did. Me? The list you came to me, Morayo's name was not there. Bring the letter. Now found out that, what, you know sometimes, CEOs, you are just signing. Yeah. Apparently they (laughs) are smuggled Morayo's name in there. Guess what? He fired the general manager. Jesus. (laughs)
0: Uh, Minister Akpai is 6'6. Saints of God. That was the time Pastor Collins was here in ministry. Now, you know, this is true life stories that we're listening to. This your struggle can end with just one touch of insight. Learning things you need to know. All this packaging, it's not going to take you too far. All this song that you sing, O oh Lord, I you, oh Lord, I you. Believe me, <laughs> it's not taking you anywhere. <laughs> you better sit down, come down and learn. Pastor Collins, Studying one of those teaching, Man of God, please correct me if I'm right here. And it's a family meeting we're having now You shared with us that when you left school You worked somewhere without pay Am I correct sir? She, you worked somewhere without pay Were you a uh, school sartre older then? You were a full fledged graduate Some of you, this pride, arrogance That me, me, me myself and I alone do this From that free pro bono That's what they call it in law, pro bono look at him today. Some of you saw him in France. You say, ah, Pastor Collins, he paid his dues. Pride. The summary of all this thing is pride that is being expressed differently. Look at what he said in 6 eight. He said, take a lesson from who? How I many of us can truly really sit down and look at the aunt And say, uh, uh, let's imagine I saw Pastor Colin. Pastor Colas is smiling. He said, Pastor why are you smiling? He said, uh, I'm looking at the ants. I'm studying anthology. I'm anthology. Yeah. Would you not begin to say, ah, prayer department. <laughs> if God can be that systematic and intelligent to say, study the ants, take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. That's not a good adjective. Live from their ways and become what? Wise, Wise. from the ants. And this time, it's not ants we are referring to. We just told you, please be cleaning toilets. They can't talk to you. You know, something that amused me about the character of men, believe me, your CV can open the door. It will be your character that will sustain you. And it takes a man with deep insight to have quality character. Some people, out of grievances, you, Moriah said it to the honor of God and to your glory. That this, I had not met Moriah. I read it in newspaper, CMC, customer service. Saints of God, the lesson is clear. Let's not waste too much time on this. Learn from the hands. The, everything around us is a lesson. You, can be, you cannot be too big for a job because you don't know that that little girl will save the general. If that general knew that the solution to his life is that little girl, you will not despise anybody around you. Let's go quickly. Quickly. Number three. Number three. Being too proud to ask for help can be an impediment to gaining insights. Anybody in contention over about that? The truth is, what you don't have in what you don't have that is inadequate is surplus somewhere. Until I saw the day I threw a bottle of water into a dustbin and I saw another human being enter that same dustbin, pick that same bottle of water. So what is? end product for me is a starting product for someone else. If you don't ask, whatever is a problem, somebody has a solution to it somewhere, seated beside you. Look at what he said. There is something to be said for independence. I like the attitude he corrected there. I like to be on my own by myself. You will not join any department. Why? I like to be by myself. You are not relevant in anything in church. Why? I want to be by myself. Your urge, your testy for, and your loss for independence. However, there are times in life when we must all admit that there is something that is beyond our capacity and that we need help. The unwillingness to recognize our own shortcoming and need for help is a sign of what? Pride. It's a sign of right life lesson you need help right now i need help i when i had big problem pastor stood pastor stood you know sometimes i play back my mind that if i was not in the company of this church when i, I was in my problem maybe i will be in a but the man stood and said no we unto him that is alone have you seen that in scripture we well, unto him that is alone. That problem you are having, it is as heavy to the level of your strength. If two people carry this thing, it can appear heavy, but if hundred people carry this thing, it will become light. Why are you dying in silence? Speak out. So it's okay. I'm not saying you should become a beggar, it's different. Don't beg. Let's go to four slide four quickly. A feeling the need to consistently teach people things. Have you met somebody like this before? Ah, once you start a subject, they hijack the subject. Ah, yes. When I was in John, I was wondering, oh guy, oh guy, you are not all knowing. Calm down and learn from everybody. He said, Have you ever been in a group where someone feels the need to what dominate the conversation and seemingly what spill everything they know without giving other people the opportunity to what to share? If you ever met such a person and such a person need a very good advice, the truth is that you will not say it. Now, the reason why some people have not given you solutions to your problem right now is because they assume you know too much. Somebody has the key to the door you are trying to open and is holding it down because you are too proud. Number five, time. Time. Thinking you are better than who? Others. Who are different or less fortunate? When I came across this, <laughs> the only group that came to mind in the old church, guess which group? Eh? Please help me a little. Let's not whisper it. The only group that came to mind when I saw this is the group where they use talent a lot. They use their gifts easily. Which group is that? Uh-uh, help me now. Where? Grace Korah. Grace Korah. Hey! What key is he singing? Hello? Which one can you sing? She's not on that stage because of key. She's on that stage also because of good attitude. You know, honestly speaking, insight is not expensive. Just have the right character. People will help you in life. Believe me, with the right character, in fact, I've seen where knowledge fail, Character elevated men. You are just one human being that looked down on everybody. I imagine the arrogance of Saul. If he looked down on his servants, they will be running around looking for donkey. Meanwhile, the key to don't, not just to find a donkey, also to become a king, is in the pockets of his servants. Yeah? I'd like you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor you are precious. Tell your neighbor I'm privileged to sit beside you. Ah uh Tell your neighbor your name is a key, not a padlock. This, <laughs> if you want to clap, clap. And encourage the Lord, here. Yeah. Thinking you are better than others, saints of God, Calm down. You are not the best. Someone is always better than you. And you are not the worst. Someone is always lower than you. True of us. You are not the richest. Someone is always richer than you. You are not the poorest. Someone is always poorer than you. You are not the finest. Someone is finer than you. You are not the ugliest. Someone is uglier than you. Like I joke if you are taller than me, you are too tall. No, not pastor. If you are shorter than me, you, you are too short. What do you want the music director to say? But Pastor Kola came around one of the break. All was, I just saw him looking at the music director. <laughs> I said, man of God, what are you looking at? <laughs> he said, I like his mustache. <laughs> he said, that mustache reminds me of Samanja. I mean, if you remember Samanja. Thinking, believe me, you are the best creation of God. You are not the worst, you are not the least. You are, too, you are so relevant. The day I studied the power of cancer, I realized that cancer is not a wound in the body. They are just cells who are fighting each other inside the system. Very small things like this fighting each other and then they take a whole life away. If something can be that important cause cell, how much more your whole entity like you and you allow someone to look down on you to fear. You have not seen the best of me. You have only seen the present. are better than others. A lot the way he said it. he said this one is very subtle because a person can appear to be humble read it appear to be humble and caring on the outside. However in their heart they simply think they are what? Better than others. We may have different background and cultural experiences than they do. Because you hold a master's degree someone with WIAC is a nobody. Don't be fooled a wire coder can solve a problem for you on a or expressway when you have fly tires (laughs) now honestly if we can get these values right the atmosphere of our church will change, this is the house of grace the house of love, if we have love nothing can conquer us but it must start from within us everybody is important number 6 quickly, quickly, number 6 When you disregard the advice of who? Others. It takes insights away from you. These are impediments to insight. Husband cannot talk to wife. Wife cannot talk to husband. HOD cannot talk to members. Members cannot talk to HOD. Because you were once HOD and they removed you, put another person. Hello. You know, honestly, there is no problem. It's all wisdom problem. There is really no problem in life. It's all wisdom problem. Learn to be humble, learn to know how to express yourself. He said, when you disregard advice to others, nobody will give you any advice again. And truth be told, for every point of confusion, all you need is a voice of counsel. And when nobody is counseling you, trust me, destruction is just ahead of you. The Bible says the company of a fool will destroy them. But that of the wise will make them wise. Number seven, and I will wrap up in a moment, and expect any contribution. When you're unable to receive what? constructive say it please most of us are guilty of this am I correct because every time they criticize you your brain interprets it as words insult and honestly for anybody that wants to improve they must be able to say that this is where you are it's not good enough make it better if you want to improve then you must embrace criticism criticism is not an insult it's just a, 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 a an instruction for improvement Hundred percent is great. If you score seventy and we said why seventy, it's because we are trying to push you towards hundred. When a person struggles to allow other people to speak into their lives and provide helpful feedback, any business that does not have feedback mechanism is just a question of time they will go into oblivion. Believe me, it's the rule of business. That must be feedback. How was service today? How was the administration today? By the way, some of us are getting ready for Thanksgiving service on Sunday. Am I correct? But you should be ironing your native now. Preparing for Sunday. To come and dance before the king. That is it. And now you cannot show up on Sunday and someone say, but, oh God, you didn't polish your shoe. It was not an insult. Because even before the angel took Peter out of the cell, he told, he told Peter to dress up very well. Dress yourself. Please, have an open heart towards criticism. Don't take it as an insult. Because the more the more you can embrace criticism, the better you can see what improvements. Number eight, final point. Unwilling to submit to what? Authority. By the grace of God, I have come this far. Because I have not just obeyed God. Because that is the mistake some of us make. It's what God says that we do. Hello. God. We bless you through man to man. The man you refuse to regard, you have short circuited the flow of God. Some of you, after this service, you will enter a bus that will be driven by a man to your house, not an angel. You must understand the workings that man is critical to the communication of God's blessing, particularly authorities. I have come this far because I have obeyed authority. And I have failed also because I have disregarded authorities. Some of the things don't 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 do that business. Don't do that business. Pastor said don't do. it say no 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 no. What does pastor understand? Pastor is a person now. May I have been in this business for years? Hello. The truth of the matter is that you have two eyes, four eye, four eye can see more than what you can see. It's called the law of perspective. Pastor said don't do it. Then hold on. Your disobedience is responsible for your current predicament. The absence of authority over your life is also responsible for the current pain. Way back, younger, we live at Adini Jones, there was a year that a lot of senior officers died in an aircraft. I don't know if anybody can remember that story. A lot of senior military officers. A man lived opposite our house, a squadron leader. Then my stepdad was in the Navy. The day that man was stepping out for that journey, she, he had a quarrel with the wife. What was the quarrel about? Oni don't go. Oni, don't go. The wife was not a pastor. But at that point, is an authority on an information. Oni, don't go. Did Honey go? Yes, Honey went. What was the story? Honey <laughs> didn't come back. You can save yourself with singular obedience to the authority you are submitted to. Believe me, just eight of it. If we follow through these eight, these eight slides and you study day to day, you can only but improve the quality of your life and your insight level will grow. Saints of God, that is all I will have for you tonight as impediments to insight gaining. Have you been blessed? Have you been blessed? Insight is cardinal to our accomplishments in life. The enemy will do everything in his power to prevent us from gaining insight. I want you to, except the pastor wants to say something. You want to say something, sir? Anybody want to contribute? Anything? Question? Because uh, we just pray right now. Any contribution? Let us rise and we got to pray. If you have earthly insight without spiritual insight, you become the enemy of God. James 4.4 4. If you have heavenly insight without earthly insight, you become an insult to God. The combination of the two is what makes you a success. You need to be wise as a child of God and you need to be wise in this current world. The scripture in Ephesians 1.18 is what I want us to pray. Can we have it up there? Ephesians 1.18 Ephesians 1.18 Ephesians 1.18 That's the scripture we have been praying. And I just want us to pray it again. Look at the way it opened. He said, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light. So this is the first prayer point you will pray. Everything currently that represents darkness in the story of your life, let the light of God reveal it to you. Are you following me? Bible said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Ignorance is symbolic of Darkness. He said, I pray that your heart will be flooded with light. Lift your right hand to God and say, Lord, every situation that is still in the dark, that I don't know what to do, open my eyes of understanding and let your light flood through me. I want to see it, Lord, what I need to do. I want to know what I need to do. I want to have an understanding of what I need to do. The Bible said concerning Jesus, and Jesus knew what to do. Jesus always knew what to do. There is a project at hand, and you are lost for direction. You are lost for instruction. I pray that your heart of understanding be flooded with light. Lord, flood my heart with light. Lord, flood my heart with light. In this project, in this situation, Lord, flood my heart with light. I pray that your heart will be flooded with light so that you can understand what to do. I am tired of being ignorant, Lord. I am tired of being ignorant. I am tired of being clueless. I am tired of feeling like I'm lost. Lord, flood my heart with light tonight. Let the sleep of tonight be a sleep of revelation. Let the sleep of tonight be a sleep of instruction. Let the sleep of tonight be a sleep of direction. Let me wake up tomorrow knowing what to do on that matter. Let me wake up tomorrow knowing who to go and meet on that matter. Lord, flood my heart with light. Father, flood my heart with light. In this season of insight, let me gain insight. In this season of insight, let me gain insight. Insight for a happy ending. Lord, flood my heart with light. Thank you, Father. Turn all the praise and glory to your name. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word. It brings light. gives us understanding. Let somebody's veil of darkness be removed as a result of this teaching. In the name of Jesus. Let light flood our hearts as a body, as an individual. In the name of Jesus. Over grace assembly, let your light flood over every member of this church. In the name of the Lord Jesus, teach everybody what to do on that matter. Let us know what to do. Give us direction. Send help our way in the name of the Lord Jesus. And so it shall be. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. If you have been blessed, can I hear better? Amen. All right.